Hey guys, happy Lunar New Year. Um, I'm recording this literally the night of Lunar New Year's Eve. Tomorrow is the official first day of the Lunar New Year and I'm very excited. It is a weird time in the year because like growing up I would always have to help my mom and there are certain superstitions that, you know, I still uphold to this day. And it's interesting, like I'm not allowed to really like, you know, you're not really allowed to like uh, owe people money, just like certain things that are supposed to deter you away from good luck. So that was a really weird first example. It was the first thing that came to my head. Um, At one point, maybe, maybe if you guys are interested, I could talk about more about um, Lunar New Year, but... To me, it's like, it's fascinating, but only, but it's boring only because I know, like I've lived through it so much. Um, But anyway, I'm hoping for a good year for everyone, whether you celebrate or not. I am wishing everyone a year of good health, wealth, happiness, and all the things and bringing in just abundance uh, in wealth and health for you. It is the year of the tiger and... Oh, I don't know if you guys could hear that, but my neighbors are doing something sus outside. Anyways, um, what was I going to say? I have a friend and she's from China. She's a little bit older than me, but, you know, she's very knowledgeable in Chinese culture, obviously. And she said her 24th year was like the worst year <laughs> that she's ever had. I don't know why that made me scared because, you know, I turned 24 this year and is this is the year of um, my Chinese zodiac animal, the year of the tiger. So I'm supposed to wear gold tomorrow for good luck. Um, gold and red, I guess, but whatever. I'm excited. Um, I don't really, yeah, anyways. I'm I'm nervous for the ski the the I'm I'm nervous for the year but I'm excited. Um I've been told not to do any drastic changes in my life like moving or buying a car. So good thing I already bought a car last year. Um but enough of that. I have been really thinking about love recently and Anyone who knows me personally knows that I am such a freaking hopeless romantic. I'm such a dreamer when it comes to love. And I've always had like this weird image that I should uphold like, uh, like I'm not into love or like, like I'm so like high maintenance when it comes to love. It's so weird to explain. Like anyone who knows me close by, like close in my life, like knows how hard I can love and how much of an empath I am and like how kind I am and giving I am. And I'm not saying that to gas me up. I'm saying that as like an actual fact, like I really do care and love about those that are like super close to me almost to a fault. And I've been told I am a people pleaser. I know I'm a people pleaser. I'm working on that. And my mom can like sit here and tell you guys like people in my life have has all have always like walked walked on me, just like taken advantage of me and like really like um 
like utilize and take advantage of my givingness, which is essentially what I'm saying. But I've been thinking about love because it's weird. I'm on, (laughs) I don't know if I told you guys last week, I did explain Bumble Guy's story. I don't know if I mentioned, but I got back on Hinge recently and out of all the dating apps, Hinge is probably my favorite just because it's a little bit more in depth of what you want. You can specialize, like you can put in specifics of like what you want and you're not looking for it, which really cancels out the initial like awkwardness. Like, are you, are you Jewish? Are you Catholic? Are you conservative? Are you liberal? You know, like it kind of cancels that out because you can kind of see, um, on their profile. Uh, but yeah, at least, okay. My take on the dating apps, because I've been on a couple of them. I think, I feel like I've talked about this last week, but also I've been re I've been pre-recording and deleting episodes. So I don't really know if I've publicly posted about it or talked about it. That is like out in the open, but, um, I, Tinder is a place where you go on for an easy hookup. At least the people on there are pretty honest, like, I'm down to get together, not looking for anything serious. If you're going on Tinder to find love, that only ever happens pretty much by chance if you guys end up really liking each other after the first initial thing, like the first initial hang. But other than that, for the most part, people are on there to just kind of get a quick and easy in and out type of situation. Easy satisfaction, if you will. Um, no, well, yeah, like easy, casual type of thing. Okay. Bumble is for, I honestly think Bumble is for girls to have an easy out. Like if you match with someone, you don't have to be obligated to like uh, talk to them or start a conversation with them. Um It's such a stereotype generalizing thing, but I think guys who are on Bumble are usually a lot easier to um, kind of a little easier to kind of like move around, if you will. Girls wear the pants in the in the in that category a little bit, just a little bit though. Um, Not saying that for everybody, just my personal experience. Um. Yeah, so Hinge is nice because there's a good variety of different people. And this time, actually, when I went on Hinge, I don't know if I told you guys at all. I, like, truly do not remember what I post and don't post anymore. But I went on this purely for the purpose of bullying. (laughs) And I don't even have any regrets about that because, first of all, men have it, the whole generalizing of the whole men population, like the population of men, males, are very disrespectful towards women for the generalizing most part. And I talked to my friend this weekend when we actually went out and I said the line, like, I literally said the specific line, men have it so easy. And he looked at me, he's like, what? are you kidding me? Like, no way. And then I was like, not you specifically, but men in general are disrespectful. And you as a collective group of good men have to make up for the shitty ones. 
And that's unfortunately just the fate that has been dealt with, you know? And there will be guys out there that will be like, Jenny, that's not really fair. I'm not like those guys. I'm not like disrespectful towards women. I'm not saying you personally are. I'm saying as the male population, plural, you guys are disrespectful towards women. And, and I'm not saying girls aren't, but because I'm a woman, I can take fault and some girls can be very sneaky, very sly, very, very sus, but I'm biased, you know? So I'm going to speak from a woman's perspective today. And if I had a guy, I would have him say his perspective, but I don't. So if you don't want to be here for the man slander, still stay anyway, because I'm not going to slander that much. Um, but <laughs> I... Okay, my whole general topic today is love, though, okay? Like, for me, specifically. I've always... Okay, wait, what did I start with? Okay, yeah. I always, like... I am so... Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to word this in a way where, like, it's, like, not super depressing and sad. I didn't grow up with a very healthy, loving dynamic in my household, my parents were like any other parents, like any other couple, they had some issues and, 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 and unfortunately they didn't work out. And I didn't grow up around a lot of uh, cousins or family members or just grownups really that had like a good, healthy, just loving companionship, partnership with their significant others. That was just not the life that I was dealt with and that's fine. But... It does hinder a lot of my growth in that aspect because I didn't really know what like a healthy relationship was like. And it took a really long time to understand that a good relationship means compromising and communicating and really working together as a unit rather than one giving up for the the other all the time. It should not be like give, 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 and take, 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 take. You know what I mean? It should be like give, give, take, take. It should be very equal and balanced. Because I didn't grow up around a lot of those healthy kind of role model-y relationships, I kind of had this like fantasy in my head of what like a perfect relationship was. And I was definitely the type of person that was like, I believed in like that fairy tale thing, you know, happy ever after, you know, guy chases girl, girl, like, like notices the guy falls in love with him. That's like the thing that I grew up with. Obviously I grew out of that idealism because that's not how life works. Happy, like, you know, fairy tale is not, is not reality. Fairy tale is unfortunately not reality. As much as a lot of us want to think, it is not. And so for a really long time, I had this weird expectation about love and finding a partner and finding a boyfriend. And I can sit here and tell you guys all the things that you should look for in a partner. Like, look for someone that is your best friend. Look for someone that supports you unconditionally, loves you unconditionally, really be your biggest cheerleader, someone that your family loves, someone that really guides you in life and makes you a better person. I can tell you these things, but like, it's so much easier said than done. And like, it's, 
weird and hard to listen to your own advice. Um, Cause like when you're in the other position, it's just like, I don't know when, like, for example, if I was like really into someone and he had a couple red flags, you're blinded by like lust a little bit. So you don't really see the red flags. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, my whole point of this episode was that I need to own up to the fact that I am such a hopeless romantic because I feel like I always have this weird kind of like look and uh, image that I portray as myself and like someone that isn't like, not that I'm not into love, but like, I'm like, it just looks like I'm not into soft love, which I am. Like I am very much into the lovey-dovey shit. Um, I'm into the cheese ball stuff. I'm, I'm really into that. But when I portray myself to the, the outside world, I'm, I don't portray myself as someone that's like lovey-dovey because I think a weird part of me, like a small part of me doesn't believe that I deserve the love that I think I, that I want. And I've talked about this before. I've definitely talked to my therapist about this and she makes me feel very validated. Um, shout out to Sarah. I love you. Um, we actually had a very good session today. Um, but I was telling her just about like some intimacy anxiety that I had and getting close to someone. And then like, yeah, like fun fact, if you don't know about me, anytime I start, uh, talking to someone that I really like, and I start to get excited about like a potential person in my life, I start to get like really bad anxiety. And unfortunately my anxiety, um, results in vomiting and nausea and I can't eat. So that is, um, that is me when I have anxiety, super fun, but that's just, that's just the life that I've been given. So I get to experience that fun time. Mm, What else? But yeah, I think I just really wanted to come on here and really just own up to my lovey-dovey-ness like I really am just I'm just into all that you know and I it's it's so weird because okay I've never been in a relationship I've definitely said this before and I've been in love but that wasn't reciprocated but I really do believe I was in love at one point because I still think about this person to this day and only hope for the best, but I also have a little bit of saltiness towards them because I don't have any closure. Uh, Some of you will know who I'm talking about. Unfortunately, yes, it is exactly who you're thinking. Um, Someone bad for my mental health, very bad for my mental health, but yeah. Um, I, I don't want to talk about my newest relationship and romantic endeavors just yet because I don't know what they are. (sighs) But I can talk about my hopes for it because I think I'm at a point now where I kind of know, I definitely haven't experienced everything that someone should to have these judgments and these opinions, but 
I feel like I've heard enough of like my friends' experiences and plus my own and my parents and just like my family. I know what I want out of a partnership. And I think that makes it harder because the minute I don't see a quality I'm looking for in someone, I completely shut them out. Um, and it's so unfortunate, but that's just like how I decide to function. I'm just a pusher. I don't, I don't give people a chance, which is really bad, but at least I'm owning up to it. You know, we can only own up, we can only uh, own up to our flaws at this point. Um, shoot. Okay. Sorry. I'm like looking at the, the little monitor scanner and it's going really slow. Anyways. Um, if you guys remember Bumble guy that I talked about that short, like stint of talk, talking that I had with him, like taught me so much about myself because I thought I was really into the lovey dovey, like super intimate, like mushy shit. I'm not into that. I'm into lovey-dovey. I'm not into mushy. And there's a difference. I really do think there's a difference because I don't, maybe there isn't a difference. No, there is a difference. But also I wasn't attracted to him. So that makes a world of a difference because if you're attracted to someone, they could literally wear a paper bag and still be sexy and attractive to you. Um, but yeah, I, um, I feel like I'm just like kind of rambling a little bit, but hopefully it's kind of entertaining. Um, I, should I just like give a little like short bullet point list of like what I want? Maybe my future boyfriend will listen to this and be like, huh, that's where I, that's, that's where I need to, that's what I need to do. Truth be told, I don't really have a, like, certain list. It's kind of just, like, what someone should know what to do for you. It's so weird to date. Oh, my God. What the fuck am I saying, dude? I don't really know what I'm saying anymore. Oh, my God. I, um, my God, I should have talked about this to my therapist. I only get 30 minutes with her. It's just not enough. I was, um... I started talking to this guy. Okay. Well, we'll just start there. Okay. I have optimism for this, but it's, I'm not putting, so I'm not putting, I'm putting, I'm not putting all of my hope into it, if you will, because he's a very busy guy. I'm a very busy girl. Um, and that's all I'm going to leave it at that. But I was telling her we were having a little bit of a, well, not we, but me. I was having a little bit of a text overanalyzing moment. And she said, honestly, like you are overthinking the text. You are overthinking the context because, because what you are thinking, the possibility of what you are putting in your head right now is not what he had in mind. Because um, this guy had like texted me something and it had indicated further things. And I was thinking, I was like, Oh shit. Like, I hope he doesn't get the wrong idea. I hope he doesn't like think about it like this. I hope this doesn't freak him out. I hope that I hope, 
I hope he knows, like, that's not what I'm trying to go for. Whatever. And she said, honestly, guys don't think that hard. Like, girls will overanalyze. That's just who they are. Girls overanalyze everything. Overanalyze and overthink. But me as a Virgo, that's like overthinking on steroids. And I know there are a lot of other signs out there that will overthink just as hard as Virgos do, but I overthink and I overanalyze and I, it overstimulates my brain because I'm like, shit, I'm thinking about all these scenarios in my head that are not even like a, like a real, it's not even like a reality. And I overthink to the point where I, I believe that it will happen. And it's like usually like unfortunate scenarios too, which is really sad. But anyway, I have to remind myself that whatever happens, happens. And you can only be yourself in whatever situation that you put yourself in. And you can only be your authentic self. You can only put your best effort out there and whatever gravitate towards your direction will be yours and whatever doesn't is meant for someone else and that's just how it is but wish me luck on this one because he's very much my type and I'm like I think that's why I'm like scared because I'm like shit kind of found someone that's like actually my type like legit my type um so we'll see I think I also started thinking about romance and love a lot because I'm on my my monthly and usually when I'm on my monthly I get all you know all the hormones are kicking in and you start to feel a little sappy and uh, it's just this whole thing being a girl is difficult um but wouldn't change it for the world I love being a girl um I feel like I'm saying um a lot I am very sorry I'm 22 minutes in it's too late to back out now I'm so sorry. But if you made it this far, I love you. That's great. And I appreciate the support. Um, Shout out to Enrique for kind of sending me a list of all the things I've been, all the, like, all potential topics I'm going to be talking about in the future. Because if you guys haven't noticed, I've been very nervous on this podcast because I just feel like I don't have, like, significant knowledge to give you guys or anything like that. I just... I don't know why I'm just feeling like a sense of like insecurity with like, why, why do you even have this podcast? Like nobody's listening. Nobody cares what, what you have to say. And I think it's hard for me to wrap my head around that because a lot of people probably think that. And it's hard to come from like a very, like a pretty successful like duo podcast to like a singular one host podcast. So if you are listening, I really do appreciate it. And I always love the support and if you're just tuning in to make fun of me, that's great. That's cool. You're giving me listens and you're upping my number and that's, thank you. That's all I can really say. Um, yeah. Anyway, besides that, let's get back into the topic. Um, I think at 23, turning 24 this year, I have a, I, I can't say I have a better sense of self because If anything, my mental health has really hindered my sense of self. I don't know what it is. 
physically, I feel like I'm doing okay. I've been, I've been having a really good routine at the gym. I take care of the things I need to. I hang out with my friends and I have a good time. I'm letting loose. I'm looking good, whatever. But like my brain, there is like a weird, just, it's not even my brain. It's also like my heart. Like I have like such a block in my heart, in my head right now. And I don't really know how to pinpoint it. And the good thing about this podcast is even though it makes me nervous, I know that the people who general, genuine, okay, whatever, generally the people that are listening to this podcast actually care about me and are not here to listen because they hate me because that's a waste of your time. Why would you do that anyways? But sorry, burp. But I have like such a block in my heart and in my head and I don't really know what it is. It feels very heavy. Every time, anytime I'm talking to someone, even in person, I, my voice starts to crack and I get nervous and like, especially when I'm recording, I just feel like I'm about to like burst into tears and I don't really know why. Um, it just like, something is hurting me and I don't really know what it is. Um, but the beauty of this podcast is I can like really be vulnerable and transparent and just really be me. I know this is a little bit more of a depressing episode, but that's okay. It's not really depressing. It's just more honest, if anything. It's not depressing. It's really not depressing. I think I'm okay. I'm just like, I have this like weird block in front of me and I don't know what it is. Um, and it's hindering my creative juice because I just, I just don't have a lot of faith in my creativity right now. And it's really like such a bummer because I used to really love thinking of topics and getting ready to record. And I still love that. I still think about podcast episodes and I still think about like what I'm going to say, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to talk about. And like, then I just clam up when I press the record button. It's super weird. Um, but like a familiar topic that I always love talking about is romance and love because at the end of the day, anyone who knows me knows that I want to have that family dynamic that I so desperately craved when I was a kid, like a healthy family dynamic, you know, like, um, good husband, partner, couple of kids running around, taking them to soccer practice, taking them to piano recital. And I want that. I want all of that. I think that's, I think that's like my, my heaven. So I just, I, I've been really thinking about that and, you know, you can't really have that without a partner. Um, so I think that's like what's been stressing me out a little bit because I feel like my clock (laughs) is ticking and I'm literally 23, but I feel like my clock is ticking. You guys, like, I don't know what it is. I just, I think it's just because I'm so like hesitant to jump into anything. When I meet someone is I'm, I'm still going to be hesitant. And I'm like, well, time is a ticking. Like I need to pop these babies out. I need to like get married. I need to do all these things. So, uh, I'm just sitting here to remind myself, like everything happens in its own time. You will meet the person that you're supposed to meet at your own time. And I'm saying this, but I'm also like, oh, fuck. I'm going to meet them, like, last year. I think that's 
also why I've probably stayed on dating apps because I'm like, hmm, just just maybe, just maybe I found my person. It's very rare because honestly, guys who are on Tinge are also there are hidden players in there and they just don't want to come off as a player right off the bat. Some guys just don't want to come off as hidden quit it type of guys, but they are hidden quit it type of guys. So it's a dangerous world out there for online dating. So I'm always going to say that. So be careful. Um, so yeah, this time, this new hinge venture, I definitely went in with like a lighter attitude and I went in with more roasting purposes rather than finding love purposes. But I did match with one guy that I am kind of into. I feel bad for the other one, though. There's another one that was in that's in my DMs a little bit. And he's kind of like, I stopped talking to him. I, we matched like probably like a week and a half ago. And I stopped talking to him like maybe four days ago. And he kept sending like messages like, hey, didn't get your messages, but I'm getting notifications. I hope you're okay. Hey, good morning. How are you? And then he'll go on like and like type this like long ass like paragraph tangent about like something completely unrelated to what we were talking about. I'm like, what the fuck do I say to this? And then he's like, I just realized Hinge glitched my account and I like thought I was getting notification from you, but really I was just typing nonsense to you for the past four days. It's really unfortunate because I really wanted to meet you. I'm super bummed. And I was like, well... Yeah, I'm. I just beats me, beats me, buddy. I just, I was, I was just wasn't into him. Um, he seemed very nice, but just he didn't talk too much. He talked too much, and I talk a lot, but he talked about nonsense to me. So that's unfortunate. But on to the next, right? Um, what else do I want to talk about? I feel like I want to rant about something that's love related and I want to rant about, cause I, I, I want to have rant sessions. Like that's like what I want to do is incorporate ranting. Um, I want to rant about the phrase right person, wrong time, because personally, I really don't believe in that because if it was the right person, it, there shouldn't be a wrong time. There should always be a right time. And that's being with them. And I just really like, I need to stop invalidating my knowledge in, because I haven't experienced anything like that doesn't get whatever, I'm just battling myself. But I really do think that like right person, wrong time doesn't really, it, it just shouldn't be a thing because if it was really the right person for you, you guys would try to make it work because you care about each other so much and you put your fear aside because you have to take that leap of faith when it comes to the love, I think. And when it comes like loving someone, there is a sense of fear. You know, you don't want to get hurt. You don't want to hurt the other person, whatever it may be. For the most part, it is you don't want to get hurt. But if you meet someone that like feels your soul, makes you makes you feel alive and just makes you a better person, you always want to be with them. You always want to be near them. You you just want to be with them, just in their presence, whatever you're doing. You just want to be with them. Like, there are people out there who won't consider, like, going to the grocery store as a date. I consider that as a date because 
one, I love grocery shopping, and two, doing anything with your partner is a date, in my opinion. Unless it's like errands, like going to the DMV, that's not really, no. But like something leisurely, like going to the grocery store or something like that. I think that's like going to the farmer's market. I think that's like a date. So um, I think if you really care about someone and you really love them and you re- they, they are, you feel like they're your person, you make, you make that decision, that hasty decision to put your fear of being hurt aside and just going head first for that relationship and just hoping for the best. And if it doesn't happen the way you wanted it or the way you hoped it would be, at least you know that like you gave that relationship all of your effort and you really loved that person. You know what I mean? Like you won't know until you try. And so I think when people don't try, they think that's right person, wrong time, because you kind of have to find out if it's the right person, right? And in order to find out, you have to like move forward with it. I don't know if I'm making any sense, but in my head, it makes sense, but I can see translating it um, verbally to you guys will not make sense, but I feel like this conversation was really boring. But I'm not going to invalidate my effort. Jenny, it wasn't boring. It was it was okay. It was good. Could have been better, but it was good. And that is the beauty of a podcast. My podcast. I'm an absolute mess. And yeah. Anyway, I'm starting off Lunar New Year on a little bit of a low energy note because... Honestly, I just feel a little lost in my life at the moment, and I can't pinpoint the loss. That's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of people can, like, say they feel, like, a little lost, a little, just a little, like, in a funk, and they'll be, like, they'll they'll have, they'll usually be, like, a little bit of a root of a reason. I can't really figure out mine. So, maybe by next week I can figure it out, but... Right now, that is all I have today. Um, I hope that you guys have a good Chinese New Year. That's easier. That's that's what Lunar New Year is mainly known as, Chinese New Year's. But in Vietnamese, it's that. That's what we call it. Um, but regardless, I hope you guys have a really good Lunar New Year. I hope you guys have bringing in all the wealth and health and just the good vibes. All good vibes. And... Yeah, I will catch you guys next week, probably not on on a Monday. I tried to record this for Monday and it just didn't work because on the weekends I am just busy, but um, yeah, I'll get it up in the week eventually. And honestly, nobody is crying that I'm not uploading on the same time. Like you guys will listen to it when you listen to it or when you don't, I don't care. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry I sounded super tired. I'm sorry I sounded super depressing and sad. I'm not depressed or, well, I'm not, I'm not super depressed or sad, but I'm just being honest. You know, I can't really, you can't really have a podcast and that fake a front. You, you, it kind of, kind of translates through, through the tone and the energy, but 
Hopefully you guys could hear me too. I was like really speaking kind of soft. I was also breathing really hard and taking a lot of exhales, inhales, breathing, and just making a lot of bodily noises. So I'm very sorry. But um, what else? I feel like, I feel like maybe, maybe I'll do like a, hmm, maybe I'll do like an interactive episode next week. But until then, I will see you guys next time. Bye.